You're listening to Coffee Break Flight Instruction by M0A.com. Flight train tips in 15 minutes or less. Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com alongside world famous CFII, Uncle Larry Diamond. You're listening to Coffee Break Flight Instruction. Flight train tips in 15 minutes or less. Uh, Today's topic is what checklists should you be using each and every flight. You might be saying, well, Jason, shouldn't I use every checklist each and every flight? Well, it's sort of a good answer, Larry. I'll let you take it from there. It sort of actually is a good answer, but you've got to have the basics. I mean, so for me, you you always want to do, I mean, we do a pre-flight checklist. I mean, that's like your first one, so that's definite. Um, I actually do a taxi checklist where I make sure I got my radios, I got my controls and things like that. That's not really that necessary. That's just something I do because I'm a checklist fiend. I have a checklist for everything. I have mm-hmm. a checklist for me. And so, you know, so the pre-takeoff checklist, that definitely is a I can't tell you how many times that when people do not go over their checklist for pre-flight that they miss stuff. I mean, I'm kind of silly sometimes, and what I do is I actually take the transponder and I'll put it to one, two, zero, two, and the student will never see it. And one of the things they're supposed to be doing is to check to make sure they're, um, they're, doing, they're on a BFR kind of transponder code. The other thing I do, sometimes I'll turn it to off. And mm. so, you know, they just won't see it, but it's not going to be too happy when a Class D controller comes up to you and says, you know something, 68230, we're not picking up your transponder code. Well, that's part of their pilot and command things that they need to be doing, or especially in a Class D airspace that's 20 miles away from Class Bravo, which now they're going to make smaller. So that's a definite. On my pre-take, on my post-takeoff checklist is definitely I want to make sure I get my fuel pump on if you're not flying a Cessna. And then actually, what I do is I incorporate the crews into the uh, takeoff checklist because what's going to happen? Cruise is kind of like a duck. I mean, if I get to my altitude, what do I, else do I need to do? I'm at my altitude. I mean, there's nothing that I changed. There's nothing that I could have done after I took off. I'm at altitude. So really, that one is not necessary. Like the fine, well, actually, there's final two. My pre-landing checklist is a definite. I want to make sure I'm on the fullest tank. I want to make sure it's rich because if I'm doing a good cross-country, I'm leaning out my engine. I'm going to make sure sure that I'm getting the best fuel because, you know, I got to have my reserves. I got to have at least an hour's of fuel before I land. When I get into the pattern, I do my gumps or sea gumps, whichever airplane you're flying. And I just don't do sea gumps on downwind. I do sea gumps on base. I do sea gumps on final. I do it a half a mile out. And so I got to make sure everything is done, especially if you're flying a retractable landing gear airplane. You got to make sure you have three green. I got multiple people at my airport who have landed without the landing gear up. All they have to do is say landing gear three green. It's very easy to do, but why do we forget that? Well, you know, the checklist, you can debate all you want. Is it a reminder? Is it a to do? But it's just something to keep you safe. So I'm really into kind of like those five as my biggies. And Larry, I'm on board with you too. Now, I have a funny feeling though, Larry, throughout that traffic pattern, I love doing downwind basin final. I'm totally cool with that. But Larry, I have a funny feeling your checklist is more like, okay, fuel selector, mixture good, seatbelt to your seatbelt good, cool, all right, great. And it probably lasted just that long. Yep. You're not actually going, 
Okay, and yeah, oh, all right. Uh, while you're on final or downwind or anything like that, no, you, you, it's a flow check. Yeah. Uh, fairly correct. Um, yeah. you, you know, and, and I'm totally on board with you. Obviously, pre-flight, uh, you know, run up, everything else. I love the transponder, by the way. I use that trick as well. Turn the transponder off. I had one really savvy student the other day. Um, you know, I think we've all kind of do, done this. Um, we take off, we try to pick up, uh, you know, we're actually we're departing a little delta, and of course, uh, hey, 7159 Quebec, uh, we're not receiving your transponder. Um, and my, my student goes, he looks, and of course it's just on off, and he goes, oh, let me uh, recycle it for you. <laughs> recycle it, how about just let me turn it on for you, don't try to cover up what you did. You know, but we as pilots do things like that sometimes. Um, so yeah, I, I, think, uh, I, I think you're spot on with that. Um, I had a student I, just the other, not really just the other day, it was more like three or four months ago, um, trying to do a cruise checklist. And it was literally whole checklist in hand trying to do a cruise checklist. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I, we are approaching this class Bravo airspace that I have not, we're, we're 10 miles from it. We have not been cleared. Heck, we're not even talking to anybody just yet. And you want to pull out a cruise checklist. I mean, how hard, dude, pitch, power, trim, lean the mixture. It's it's that simple. And that's what, exactly what your checklist is going to say in that case. Um, let's get talking. Let let's get hooked up with some flight fun. Let's get cleared in this Bravo. That checklist should be an asset to you, not a liability. A lot of times we make it a liability by fumbling around with it in the cockpit. It should all be up here as some sort of flow checklist. Now, checklist is in hand for my pre-flight. Checklist is in hand for my run-up, my before takeoff. But much after that, guys. I've got that thing memorized using acronyms like GUMPS, or in Larry's case, C-GUMPS. Um, you know, I've got my cruise checklist. I know how to level an airplane off, these sort of things. And I'm verifying if I have time with the checklist, but a lot of it is done via memory, via flow, like our emergency procedure stuff is. Uh, Larry, anything else you want to add to that? No, that's exactly right. It takes like three seconds. I said, gas under carriage, make sure prop. Okay, I'm ready to go. I got seat belts. Okay, where are you ready? Let's go. They even got. I, usually, what I do is I also have my students say it out loud, just so mm -hmm. I know what they're thinking. Instead of just kind of like even pointing to things, I said, "I want to know what you're pointing to and why you're pointing to it at the very beginning." Yeah. And then it's exactly right. It only takes like five seconds, mm -hmm. but you'll you'll be really really amazed on how much stuff that you can kind of pick up that you forgot to do because you were talking to controllers or looking out for traffic. Yeah, no, you are uh, you are correct, my friend. So, um, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Coffee Break for Flight Instruction. Do me a favor, subscribe to us on iTunes. You'll be doing yourself a favor, too. It's totally free, and you'll get every episode of Coffee Break Flight Instruction delivered directly to your phone, tablet, uh, computer, however you want to consume this content. So on behalf of myself, world-famous Uncle Larry, uh, the entire M0A.com team. Enjoy the rest of your day, and most importantly, remember that a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. See ya.